seriously popular. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, Chris, let's get straight to the biggest game of the weekend. Sunday afternoon, Old Trafford, Manchester United against Manchester City. Nice of you to turn up. Where on earth are you? Right, okay, let's get this out of the way. I'm on holiday. I'm in Tenerife. I'm sitting on the balcony at the hotel. I wasn't there on Monday. You and Dom King seem to cope reasonably well without me, although you'll note the kind of sense of faint praise in in my voice there. You got on with it. But I'm back today and I'm back on Monday. Just quickly on Dom on, on, on Monday. I don't know whether you knew this, but Dom went to the same school as Stephen Gerrard. Were you aware of that? Well, I am now, having, lis- having listened to Monday's episode of It's All Kicking Off. I, and I have to say, I have to say, that, that snippet was pretty much as good as it got. I have to say, that piece of information was pretty much as good as, as, good as that show got. I, I'm, uh, I've, t- I've turned off the... Uh, I've turned off the uh, the charts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for this week because the I can hear the I can hear the sound of an elevator descending at speed all the way all all the way in the Canary Islands. I really don't want to know. So look, let's move on. We're here to talk about football. No one cares about my holiday. Um, United at home to City on Sunday afternoon. First things first. Is that penalty spot going to be okay? Oh blimey! I mean, just imagine. Ian, just imagine if that was the other way round, and and Manchester United need to uh, needed to get back into the game. There would be, I mean, there would be outrage from Manchester United fans, wouldn't there? I thought that was really, really poor from uh, from Garnacho. Uh, you know, I really did. Maybe a big moment in Anana uh, and, and his Manchester United career, but uh, or for Anana, I should say, uh, in his Manchester United career, but. That's skullduggery. That's out of order. I mean, other way around, Manchester United fans would be calling for a replay, wouldn't they? Well, they would be through managed by Jurgen Klopp. Um, <laughs> so we, um, what we're talking about, of course, is Alejandro Ganacho's uh, sneaky little move to scuff up the penalty spot before um, Copenhagen took their last-minute penalty at Old Trafford in the Champions League, which was saved. Uh, I must admit, I, I don't like it either. Um, some people say, oh, if you can get away with it, you should do it. I must admit, I don't like it. I think that referees should get on top of that kind of thing. Um, I still haven't really got over um, what happened at the World Cup final, the way that Emiliano Martinez put off the put off the um, the French players before the shootout. I do think referees should jump on that type of thing. I don't like it. Did it make a difference? I don't know. 
I mean, of course, it makes a difference if if, if somebody scuffs the uh, the penalty spot. I, I, you know, I think that uh, that in terms of uh, you know the way goalkeepers act and uh, sort of a you know waiting and, and, and trying to make players wait to take a penalty and sort of using that psychological um, edge, which they sometimes can do. But digging up the penalty spot is a totally different thing. I think that that's, uh, that's, that's a really poor show from Garnacho and Manchester United. And he should be called out for an hope. I, I hope Eric Ten Hag deals with this in his next presser. To the game on Sunday, I think United will have to, will have to pull more tricks than that one to get a result against City. Um I don't see I don't see United getting anything. I know they I know they surprised everybody by beating City at home in the league last season. I just don't see it happening this time. I don't see enough consistency in the way that United are playing to deal with Man City on Sunday. Yeah, but I, I mean, do will Manchester City suit Manchester United more than uh, than other teams in terms of Manchester United? I think. Well, I think we've agreed on this earlier on. Uh, you know. On a pod this season, that Manchester Manchester United, I should say, are better at counter attack, and that that they you know won't mind Manchester City coming onto them. But I still think Manchester City have far superior players, and and will open Manchester United up at will. Uh, I, you know, I do I do think that uh, that the last three results have been big for Ten Hag, have been needed for Ten Hag. But if you look at the performances in the last three games, they haven't been there, and you could argue. You know, they've got lucky in the last three games. But, you know, maybe they'll fancy it against Manchester City because they can they can sit deep uh, and they can use their pace um, against Manchester City. But I still think City will have too much. Now, I know that you watched City play um, last weekend. Um, you were there for the BBC when they beat Brighton at home. And it sounds as though you're starting to come round to my view on Jack Grealish. Just explain that for a second. Um, well, we had a we had a little debate, didn't we, uh, last week on the pod uh, about you essentially writing Grealish off a little bit. And having watched Grealish come on for Doku at the weekend, and I've got to say Doku was absolutely outstanding off the left-hand side for Manchester City. James Milner, the, the Brighton right-back, 37 years old, Chucked back into the team. I mean, he he couldn't get near Doku. He was taken off at half time, and Doku, very direct. Doku is uh, is a is a different type of left winger to um, to to Jack Grealish. Um, but what was noticeable, and where where I you know brought it up with, uh, with with Dom on Monday, was that when Grealish came on, he did take the easy option. He didn't drive uh, at Veltman. It was uh, the Brighton fullback. And I don't know whether I I don't sort of understand why that was. It was a bit of taking the easy option, as you put. So a bit of faint praise for you. I don't like giving you sort of any sort of praise, but I think you have called that one quite right. I think the bigger thing and the serious point about this, uh, and I made this point on Monday, is that in the big games, I think based on what we've seen so far this season, Doku's going to get the nod over Grealish. So I think you're on to something there. But I, but but neither am I going to write Jack Grealish off because he was so good for Manchester City last season. But he should be looking over his... Well, I don't think he's even looking over his shoulder anymore. He should be looking what's in front of him and thinking, blimey, you know, I need to up my game here. Now, this weekend, this, this game will be the first Premier League game that United have played at home since the passing of uh, Sir Bobby Charlton. 
Um, I think a minute's applause is planned before the game. I do hope that everything passes off as it should do um, at Old Trafford. And I would like to remind people of something that happened in 2008 when um, City and United played each other at Old Trafford to mark or on the anniversary, the 50th anniversary of the Munich disaster. And I have to say the behaviour by both sets of supporters that day was absolutely impeccable. They were a credit, not just to football, but to their home city that that day. And I really hope that that happens again this weekend. And I must say, I think it will happen again this weekend. The eyes of the world will be on Old Trafford on Sunday for more reasons other than just to see which team wins that particular football game. Now, um, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Everton at West Ham. A big game for both sides. Um, Everton, are, Everton, Chris, are just have so much to, to, to deal with. Um, well, you've written them off, haven't you, this season? Um, I, I didn't write them off at the start of the season, but I said that I said that they, they very possibly could could go down. Well, you did. Um, let's not go back over into old arguments like some married couple. Let's just accept that we disagree on what I actually said. But but I'm writing. I am writing. You're wrong. Um, Everton. I've got the, I've got an awful lot to deal with. Bill Kenwright, their their chairman, passed away uh, this week. Again, I hope that's I hope that's marked in a way that it should be um, this this weekend in London. Um, Everton also needs to get some points, don't they? Um, there's currently an independent commission hearing charges of um, alleged financial fair play breaches against Everton. There's talk that they could be deducted 12 points if they are if they are found guilty. They deny the charges. Um, there's a takeover in the offing. They're not winning games. They just lost the Merseyside derby. It's a it's a tricky tricky time for that football club, Chris. It doesn't get any easier, does it? Um, it, it is a difficult time for, uh, for for Everton. I think that was always going to be the the case. I think Sean Dyche, you know, realised the job which he was uh, he was going into. Uh, with regards to the charges, I bet there are a lot of football fans out there who are thinking, well, if Everton are getting charged uh, for this offence, then and you know, talk about a points deduction. What on earth is going to go to? Uh, what on earth is going to happen to Manchester City? Because I think they have 115 charges uh, to answer to. So that's that's one to watch. Uh, but in terms of evidence this season, I, I think I've been really consistent in saying that I think that they will stay in the Premier League and comfortably enough. So if Dominic Calvert Lewin stays fit, and everything I've seen uh, from them in recent weeks. I strongly believe that. I think in the uh, in the Merseyside derby, Ashley Young was really stupid uh, with with his uh, second challenge. You know, he had to go. I think he's you know always. I mean, he's been a good player over the years, but when he when he's you know often in those fullback positions, he is pretty reckless, and he was reckless there. Um, but in terms of I mean that changed the game, but in terms of where Everton are at, I think that they'll they'll be fine. They've got enough about them, and there are there are more than three worse teams than Everton. Hold that thought. We'll be back right after this. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now let's go into the, uh, the Arsenal-Sheffield United game this weekend. Arsenal season is holding up uh, pretty well. That was a very good result for them in the Champions League uh, this week. I noticed in my absence, by the way, that the um, David Ray, Aaron Ramsdale debate continues to go backwards and forwards. All I will say <laughs> is that I was in the room when Mikel Arteta said after Arsenal's game at Everton that he would sub goalkeepers on and off during games to uh, cope with the fluctuations within a game. I said at the time that was nonsense. I said that he was merely camouflaging the fact that he dropped Ramsdale and didn't want to say it. I see now that you and other people are beginning to take my side of the of the of the road on that one because let's face it, Raya has given his manager enough opportunities and reasons to haul him off during a game in recent weeks, hasn't he? Are you are you feeling a little bit fragile because you you couldn't be bothered to turn up for Monday's show and you, you've you've come on today and you've I've said this I've said that you know vindicating yourself on everything right which you've said we haven't got a podcast long enough to to go through everything which you have said wrong at the start of this season you were right uh, or you have been right so far on David Raya. I still think that that may change. I actually think that he will... Um, Mikel Arteta isn't stupid. He said those things. And do you know what? You, at this moment in time, you're very accurate and you were very early in calling him out for it. But but I still think, like a lot of Arsenal fans think, that Ramsdale is a better goalkeeper. And, and in the end, Raya cannot keep making... Mistake after mistake after mistake. He got away with one in the Champions League uh, as well against uh, against Sevilla, and Ramsdale will get himself back into the team. And then, and then, uh, Mikel Arteta will say he was vindicated in what he said, won't he? He looks a bag of nerves, Raya. Um, and let's just say, if he was an outfield player, he wouldn't be playing. You know. Arteta gave Kai Havertz about three or four games before he realised that his confidence was through the floor and he and he hooked him. Raya is an absolute bag of nerves at the moment and, and Mikel Arteta is proving at the moment stubborn enough not to drop him but because obviously he wants to show Raya that he's got faith in him. It's a psychological thing. He, th- he perhaps suggests that or suspects that if he pulls Raya now, it'll damage his confidence 
possibly terminally. I see why he's backing him, but all I'm saying is at some point, if this carries on, he's going to have to make that call and take him out of the team. Now, I want to talk about Sheffield United, Arsenal's opponents this weekend. One point out of nine Premier League games. You and I don't like managers being sacked. Let's face it, who does? However, I have to say, I have to ask you this question, how long can Sheffield United stick with Paul Heckingbottom? Because if you extrapolate one point out of nine over the season, you end up with about four and a half points and nobody stays up with four and a half points. It it all comes down to, Ian, expectation at the start of the season. And um, I think we've touched on this before. Sheffield United sold a couple of the best players and Dye and Sander Berger before the start of the season. Paul Heckingbottom always had an impossible job keeping Sheffield United in the Premier League. And every week which goes by, every performance uh, which which goes by, you know, results are, of course, so important in terms of building confidence. That confidence is seeping out of the players and they are, they are relegated. You mocked me at the start of the season because I said that the three um, promoted sides would go down. Luton actually looked like they are going to make the best fist of it. So we could chuck Vincent Company's name in here as well, couldn't we? We could. But why why aren't we though? You know, what's the difference? Both 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 clubs have started badly, really badly. And and Vincent Company spent a lot of money. So why aren't we putting his name in the same bracket as Paul Heckingbottoms? Burnley, as strange as it sounds, would probably be more um, not relaxed, that's the wrong word. Comfortable is probably the wrong word, but there must be a word. Um, more uh, ready and accepting of going down with, with a manager they think is a manager for the future, having another year in the championship and coming back up again. They did that once before with Sean Dice. I don't know if Hang Sheffield United minute. is a Paul Heckingbottom got Sheffield United up. Paul Heckingbottom got Sheffield United up. I think they had an embargo. They were under embargo. He did an incredible job. And while I'm not dismissing the job that Vincent Company did, what's the, there's, there's really, you know, if we're talking about a difference, it's three points, isn't it? Three or four points, whatever it is, okay. between let, them. So both teams have started this, the season let, badly. How much how much money have had Bur- uh, Burnley spent? And then we could chuck Bournemouth in. I think you're, I think you're singling Paul Heckingbottom out here. I might be, I'm, I might be, but but I am, and I want to talk about Sheffield United. They've got one point out of nine games. If they're going to stay up, I would imagine that something dramatic would have to change pretty soon. And I'm just wondering how long it will be before they decide that they've got to change the manager. That would be terribly harsh on Paul Heckingbottom. Everything you say about him is right. He did a brilliant job getting him up. He didn't deserve what happened in the summer. He didn't deserve to start the season with a squad that was arguably worse than the one that he ended last season with. I get all that, but those are the facts. This is the situation he's in. And we have to ask ourselves ask ourselves whether he is the person to get them out of it or whether they could turn to someone else with maybe a little bit more experience. I'm just posing that question. They've got one point, mate, one point out of nine games. So if Sheffield United want to change manager managers, a new manager will come in uh, and, and he will say in January, we need to bring players in. I don't know whether they have the funds and there's... I think a little bit of turmoil, it seems, uh, although there has been at Sheffield United uh, over the last couple of seasons. So, you know, that's the case. And then if Sheffield United went down, who would you say was a pretty good, who would you say would be a pretty good candidate in knowing the championship well enough to get them back up? Who would you say? 
Paul Heckingbottom. You know what? I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. And it, if we look at our season as a boxing match of kind of uh, 38 rounds, then I'm going to give you. A, I'm going to weight. give you a round there. It's probably the first one. It's probably the first one you've won this season. But I'll give. I'll give. I'll give you that one. Guys, I'm going to stop you right there to introduce you to The Hook. Mel Sports' punchy new podcast delivers unmatched access to the biggest stars in the fighting world. Presented by me, Charlotte Daly and Alex McCarthy. Episode 1 is now live wherever you get your podcasts. So, to hear exclusively from Tyson Fury, Francis Ngannou and Frank Warren ahead of one of the biggest crossover fights of all time, make sure you tune in. And if that's not enough, check out our fighting preview show, The Jab, as we get ready for the battle of the baddest in Riyadh. Get your gum shields in, your wraps on tight, and no low blows. We're coming out punching. The Hook is supported by our corner men and women over at Paddy Power. Anyway, mate, look, I think that's a good place to leave it. It's good to talk to you, mate. I've got a swimming pool calling with a towel lying on it. Um, yes, I am one of those people. Um, I've got a day to go. I'll see you back in the studio for the next episode of It's All Kicking Off on Monday. I'll have a suntan. You won't. See you later. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.